Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, the great, Master John Lord Balajani Hotcake! Yay! Me! Oh, wow. I got it back. You that did. Was, that was a good <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Now that we got the important stuff out of the way. Yes. Now. <laughs> Let's touch. Let's just touch up. We're going to touch things. Yes, let's touch. Okay. I, I'm going to touch myself. You please. I don't want to touch you. Right. That's what I'm saying. We're not going to touch each other. All right. Okay. So let's go over just a couple of things. So John, we am had, I in trouble? No. Oh no no no. <laughs> You're in trouble for the male species. Oh. I okay. get blamed for all of that. No, not entirely, but a little blame goes your way. Because you, you need to help your brethren. You need I'm to help... Of, I, I can be a bit of a dick like the rest of them. A little bit. It has nothing to do with that. This Everything ha- has to do with my dick. No. No, not at all. So <laughs> this has something to do with men that come to parties and they think they're attractive. <laughs> and they See, think, I'm being attacked already. You know? I think I'm attractive. Okay. Okay. But this is not a reflection of you. I'm just saying you need to help your fellow brothers. You need to let them know they're ugly. No. <laughs> you need to let them know that they have to work with what they have and they have to work better with it. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is mm-hmm. just because I can breathe fire, yes, I still have to have a personality. You have to have a personality. So you have to have other things. So we're going to touch up on hygiene, John. Okay. Okay, you're a big person on hygiene. You know, you're clean shaven. You get your regular haircuts. You know, you always use nice soap. You smell a nice. Base. Yeah, you always have a nice smell. I don't know if you use cologne or not, but you always have a nice smell. I do smell. sometimes. It depends yeah, on what I'm depends, doing. Depends, right? Okay. So we have this guy. He came to the party. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but you said this guy comes to the party. And I- I can see about fifteen guys. That you saw? Be. Yes, we saw a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. There was a lot of guys that needed a little help. Yeah. So we need to break it down just a little bit. Wear nice shoes. Wear nice shoes. That's always your thing. You know, if you're coming to this this kind of party at night, you know, it's fine if you want to wear a pair of sandals. Right. It was a pool party. It's a pool party. I mean, if that's your outfit, fine. But here's the thing. I have a nice pair of sandals. You don't wear Crocs. No. You don't wear sandals that your grandfather would wear. Let me just put out here for everyone in general. Yes. Don't wear Crocs, ever. There's no situation where Crocs are okay. For men. Ever. For men. For anyone. (laughs) Crocs are ugly and stupid. (laughs) They're not sexy. They're the opposite of sexy. If you don't want to have sex, wear Crocs. Okay. Okay. Well, I wear Crocs all the time. (laughs) But you're not trying to have sex. I'm not trying to have sex, but they're comfortable. They protect my feet, however. Um, the point being with a lot of... <laughs> they're just foam shoes. <laughs> they're comfortable foam shoes, and I get it. But, you know, here's the thing. Even if a guy came and he was wearing a nice pair of black Crocs that are sandals, I'm cool with that. But this guy that came, he was wearing those ugly, strappy Jesus shoes. Another guy had on a Jesus pair... Shoes. Yes, another guy had on a pair. They were foam 
on the bottom, black foam, and then they had those braided, weaved-looking, like, crisscross straps. And I'm like, those can't be comfortable. They're ugly as fuck. You know, back in the right, 80s... get some Birkenstocks. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no Birkenstocks! No. Don't you remember, like, in the 80s, where they had those car cover seats, you know, for your truck? And they were like the woven look, the kind of like Aztec look. Yeah. Those were on a pair of sandals. Yeah. Okay. Those, anyway, this guy had those shoes on. Okay. He had on a pair of cargo shorts that were two sizes too big for them. But you're getting awfully specific. He's going to know who he was. Uh, That's okay. (laughs) So the point of it is he had the cargo shorts on. Too big. He had this dingy looking orange shirt on. No man really looks that great in orange. And it was just, it was not becoming. It really wasn't. And if and your clothes I, are too big. Yes. You know. It's not sexy. I've lost some weight. My clothes are too big. And I put them on and it's, it, I'm swimming in them. Yeah. It's, it doesn't look good. It's not flattering. Yeah, it's not. And it's just time to, to branch off and, you know, spend a little extra time, a little extra money on yourself. You come into a party like this. Yes. Put some effort in. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Griswolds came to the party, and let me tell you, they were fucking adorable. Like, you know, Mrs. Griswold, she had on this cute little Barbie slogan shirt. You know, he had on this this Allen shirt from the party. Like, it was just so cool. You know, they just looked fucking adorable. Right. And so... And they had a great time. Yeah. They always have a great time. They had a fucking great time. But they know how to come to the party. They do. They do. So, yeah. You know, shave your back before you come. Oh, shave Shave your your fucking ears. Shave your ass. Don't have ear hair. Don't have nose hairs grabbing people. Shave your eyebrows. You know, women put a lot of effort into these parties. They, when, they, when women go out, they put a lot of effort. They do. And if the men don't put in any effort, the first thing they think is, you know, I put in a lot of effort. Why would I waste my time with somebody who didn't? So. I agree. You know, as women, and, you know, this is from my own experience, you know, when I was looking for, for partners to play with, you know, everything shaved or waxed. You know, I, I never showed a gray hair. You know, I had makeup on if necessary. You know, you brush your teeth. You do all Please of these brush things. Your teeth. Yeah. You know, you do all of these things. You know, and it's just. I just don't like seeing people that have the potential. Like this guy, he was older, but he has great potential. Right. You know, he's not gorgeous. He's not fucking, you know, Pierce Brosnan. Um, but you know, he can be a nice looking gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, and I pictured him immediately in a nice white button down with a nice blazer and a nice pair of pants, you know, a debonair, sexy man is going to get fucking laid. He's not going to have a hard time getting laid. You know, women want to be touched with a man who wears cologne, gentlemen. Pick a motherfucking cologne. If you don't smell good, they're not going to want you to touch They don't. They don't. No one... And we've said it before. You know, you want these girls. You want to pull these hot girls. Yes. Right? Yes. So, she goes to the gym. She works out. She puts a lot of effort into her body. 
but you don't do the same thing. She's not going to be attracted to you. She's no. going to be attracted to the guy who goes to the gym and puts a lot of effort into his body, puts a lot of effort into his appearance. That's it. You know, if you're coming to a party, spend a couple of hours. Yes, I said hours. <laughs> a couple of hours getting yeah. ready. Yeah. You know, just like they do. Absolutely. You know, I do. We do. I'm here for two or three days. Mad rush trying to get these parties ready. Absolutely. But I always take time to take a shower, make sure that I'm clean, clean my body hair, find yeah. a good outfit, and it take. I have to take. You a go break. to the barber. I have yeah. to take a break a couple hours before the party starts and go upstairs and get ready. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's not that we're trying to be holier than thou. No, we're trying to help you. We're trying to help you exactly. You know, everyone has the potential for being better. So why not be the best you can possibly be? Right. Yes. So that was my rant. Everyone loved the party. You know, I just want everybody to be able to play and have a good time. But they can't do that if they're coming and looking like shit. Right. Okay. So I've said my piece, John. Okay. Let's go on part two from BuzzFeed, 25 Secrets Married Women Keep From Their Spouses. Oh, these women... Some of these girls are naughty, I'm telling you. And this is exactly why I brought this up. Because if a man is not satisfying their wife at home, they need to step up their game with a better appearance, a good smell. And some of these stories today, they're going yeah. to point that out. Fuck yeah, they're going to point that shit out. Here we go, number 16. I've been cheating on my husband with one of his friends, who's also married since before we even got married. Ooh. It's now been over 17 years. We'd said before, is how good of a friend is he if he's fucking your wife? Yeah. But, you know, your wife's fucking somebody else, too, so it's kind of her fault, too. We regularly see this other couple, and it would be it would completely ruin two families and our entire friend group if the truth ever came out. Being home during the pandemic made our visits less frequent. Now we've continued making plans to meet up every few months. It's just sex. <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> right. If you're mm-hmm. meeting up with his friend to have sex, she's obviously liking him better than you. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is a problem. Which is a big fucking problem. All right. So, my husband is not great at saving. He thinks there's some extra cash after each paycheck, putting it towards wants and experiences and how it works out just fine. He definitely keeps us spontaneous and enjoying the moments of life. But I have my own small business, and instead of putting it all over towards our joint account each month, I take a small amount from each paycheck and put it in a savings account that he doesn't know about. Hmm. I've heard that since I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Women will hide money from their husbands. Yeah. I had to do that. Yeah. I had to do that with my first marriage. They they have it. It's a lot of different reasons. So this one sounds like it's a good reason. She wants to have a little bit of money just in case. Yeah. But a lot of women would save money, $5, $10 each week as escape money. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd have some money to leave. You've heard that before, haven't we? So sad. All right. All right, John. Number 18. I could never tell my husband that sex with him is so fucking boring. Wow. There it is. That's the one. That's sad. I totally miss the absolute sexual chemistry I had with my ex. But while sex is incredibly dull with my incredibly dull, that's bad. That's sad. (laughs) With my husband, he's a good man who loves me and he's such a great dad. It would break his heart if I told him how I feel about our sex life. 
Okay. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast right here. Yes. Get a little kinky. Have those conversations with your partner. You know, you can bring it up slowly. You don't have to say, hey, you suck. You can say, hey, I was thinking I might want to try this. <laughs> I'm serious. If you're thinking about sex with your ex, maybe bring up some of the things that you did with your ex mm-hmm. that you liked mm-hmm. and try it with your husband. And try to... Th- <laughs> listen. As a man... Listen. I love it when you say, listen, guys. Listen, Linda. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> ladies, it's all not the ladies dick. out there... It, it doesn't have to be ladies. Anybody that's a partner to a man, okay? <laughs> Not gender specific. If your partner is a man, listen up. He wants you to be kinky. He wants you to be naughty. Yes. The naughtier you are, the more excited he's going to get. Yes. So don't Agreed. just blame it on him for being boring. Maybe he thinks that he's, maybe he thinks you're boring and that's what you want. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not your fault, but. Get a little bit naughty in the bedroom, and he will fucking love it. I promise. <laughs> promise. He wants you to be naughty. He wants you to be his dirty little slut. Okay. All right. I cheated on my husband a year before we got married with my high school sweetheart, who I haven't seen in 12 years. I was on the verge of breaking up with my husband, and he knew it. After I cheated, I realized how much I love my husband, and I only wanted him I will never, ever tell him what I did, and I will take that secret to my grave. Okay. I've had that experience before. You're with somebody. You're questioning. You don't know what's going on. You have have these thoughts like, I want to leave. I've got this other person. You go out and you try to be with the other person, and you realize how you feel about the person that you're with. Yeah. And you realize, you know, that was unfulfilling. I do love this other person. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Shit always happens. It happens. So, you know, you know, if you're on the verge of a breakup, you're not married yet, it happened and it made you realize how much you loved your, the person you were with, maybe it's not completely bad. Yep, that's true. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It's not. So, read number 20, John. It's not always browner on the other side either. <laughs> Oh. I just read number 19. We, we know where Brown is. Oh, okay. okay it's All your right. Time. All right. Okay, John. So, I got. See, I wanted you to read this. Listen. Okay, I'll read Cause, it. Because you, you said it sounds so good when you say how you get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I got pregnant. Like how I say pregnant? Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> got pregnant, John. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> John it's had true. a baby. I did. I was losing my baby fat. <laughs> I got pregnant shortly after we started dating and had an abortion without telling him. I always knew I didn't want kids, and he came from a very anti-abortion background. I was afraid I'd let myself be talked into keeping it. Not to mention the relationship was only a few months old, and I had no idea if this was a guy I would want in my life forever. So when the birth control failed, it was the only option. We've been married 15 years. I'll never tell him. Wow. And that fucked up is it it's so fucked up (laughs) (laughs) well yesterday we talked about how a girl stopped taking birth control to get pregnant without telling her yeah and i felt like that was more fucked up yeah i mean both are fucked up both are fucked up but yeah okay you know if you get pregnant and you don't tell your partner they should have they should be aware yeah you know 
That that shit's gonna bite you it, on your ass. It, it's two people made the baby. Yeah. And then one person decides without, you know, unilateral decision making is not good. No, it is not. All right. All right. My husband had an affair a few years back that really broke me. We had done a lot of counseling together and separately, but I know I'm only with him because we have a very young children and I can't afford to buy him out of the house. Wow. Yeah. Heard that before. Too many times. So that wasn't a secret. Well, I guess the secret is she yeah. would leave him if she had the money. Yeah. Yeah. Right now she's just rolling with the raising, motions. Raising the kids. Yeah. yeah. Whore. Okay. <laughs> that he is a terrible kisser. Amazing lover, but kissing not so good. If he knew, it would hurt him so much. So I'll take this secret to the grave. Oh, that's, that's, that's simple. You know. It's a simple fix. Say, hey, let's yeah. work on kissing. Yeah. Tell him. Yeah. You know, okay. That's part her fault. Yeah. When I tell people all the time, if I'm doing something wrong, if I'm doing something you don't like, if I'm doing something that is not okay, and you don't tell me, that's yeah. on you. It's true. It's on you. And I don't think he's an amazing lover. I think he just does whatever the fuck she wants. And that's why. Yeah, if you can't kiss. No. Kissing is part of it. Yeah. If you there's can't no kiss. Way. Yeah. But yeah. If you don't tell your partner what's wrong, that's on you. Yeah. If you tell your partner what's wrong and they get upset and don't fix it, that's on them. Yes. Totally. But, you know, I, I can't get better if my partner doesn't tell me what I'm doing wrong. Right. I can't. No. And sometimes I'll even ask my partners. Hey, tell me. And they're still afraid to tell you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. No, they don't want to hurt your feelings. But I can't get better if they don't. So, yeah. Pro tip. <sighs> so tell your partner what they're doing wrong. That's it. Even if they're broke back baby bitches. Right. <laughs> if you want to move a little bit to the left, fucking tell them to move a little bit to the left. <laughs> tell them. If you don't, it's your own fault. Okay. That's it. So, despite all efforts, my husband is just not very fulfilling for me in bed. He has severe anxiety, and I don't know how to talk to him about it, so I just don't. Instead, I just never initiate sex. I'd rather sleep than have boring vanilla sex. Oh, she needs Dang. to talk to us. She shall do. We don't like boring <laughs> vanilla sex either. Mm-mm. That's why we do this podcast again, so you don't have to have boring vanilla sex. That's right. We want the chocolate sex. <laughs> <laughs> want the swirl <laughs> then I might have actually wanted to have kids and if my husband wouldn't be the father what? oh shit explain this let me read that one again yeah my secret is that I might actually want to have kids if my husband <gasps> wasn't the father oh yeah yeah I've been there done she that she worded it a little bit I've reworded it yeah, a little bit that's yeah. what she said been there done that oh yeah yeah, first husband. There's no fucking way. One of the kids, but not with him. Yeah, I'm still raising him. Yeah. Yeah, it'd have been cheaper to adopt him than it would to have actually divorced him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, I cheated on him with my coworker, who became a really close friend to me. We spent the night together a few times. We say I love you to each other, and he considers me his girlfriend until he can find someone else to give him the committed relationship he wants. I love my husband more than anything and can't live without him. Deep down, I know he wouldn't leave me if he found out. But I sometimes regret getting involved with another man, and I feel guilty. 
But for the time being, I have a husband and a boyfriend. I don't see that changing anytime soon since they both make me happy. And I have a loving, healthy relationship with them. You had a hard time saying healthy. Really did. Lo- you said loving, and then you loving, choked it a little bit. No. Like, yeah. How loving and healthy is your marriage? If you're with somebody, <laughs> but you know that's po- that's what polyamory is. That's what polyamory. But it's not polyamory if you're not telling I'm your the truth. spouse. Ethical non-monogamy is a lot different than cheating. Yeah. So the ethical part, you got to tell both your partners. Look, in the first comment that someone responded with. If it's a secret to any of the parties, it isn't a loving, healthy relationship. That's what I just said. That's what you just said, man. Read the ethical slut. Go be a slut. Be right? an ethical slut. <laughs> it's a good book. Number one is worried that her husband will break up their family when she is the one who will be at fault for breaking up the family. That's oh what I God. said yesterday. Yeah. Exact same thing I said. Take some accountability, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Read Children of the Cornbread. John! <laughs> Read that shit. Oh, I gotta do my southern accent because it says y'all. Yeah, y'all. Y'all couldn't include the wholesome one about the girl whose husband thinks mint chocolate chip is her favorite flavor, even though it's not, because otherwise he'll eat everything. Just be a palate cleanser for all that ick. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> Cornbread girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. She has another cornbread. She has another cornbread. <laughs> so here's a guy or girl. I hate people who cheat. Just break up with who they are and who who you're with, so you can find someone else. I mean, shit. I'm actually in a healthy relationship and marriage. My big secret is I didn't love my soup. I didn't love the soup my husband made the other day, but he loves cooking and I don't want to hurt his feelings. What? Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah. one about the money. Said the same thing. Number 17 is smart. You have to have some savings for an emergency at the very least. Yeah. Emergency meaning mm-hmm. you got to get out of there for spending all your damn money. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. This one chick says... These are terrible, but this last one, I love my husband more than anything. No, you don't. Because because if you would, you wouldn't have been cheating with someone else if you did. I have a happy, healthy relationship with both. Again, no. Because if you did, you wouldn't be cheating. <laughs> I love these judgmental bitches. <laughs> Here's one. For those with boring sex lives, have you discussed it with your partner? Things you'd like to do to spice it up? <laughs> there are sites and apps where you can... Each select things that open a trying. It's like, or you could listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this one woman, the living worst, is her name on here. Wow, what pieces of shit. <laughs> 40 likes. I'm gonna like that shit. That's great. Oh my god. That's awesome. Wow. What do you think? I think this is great. I do too. <laughs> It's just sex. Baby, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, here we go. Cosmic peaches. You know, I think a lot of people here actually need to be in ethically non-monogamous relationships. Why do they keep fucking copying me? I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you. Can I throw in a personal story, John? Do you oh, mind? Oh, God. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> 
Okay. First, I want to give a shout out to our good friends, you know. In, and we have good friends? Yeah, you know, we got good friends. Matt and Melissa. M&M's. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, he contacted me the other day. Matt, we have been so fucking busy with this party. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, John and I are finally taking a breather, so. You know, it's three days after the party and we're just exhausted. We're exhausted. We didn't do shit today and just tired. Oh, my God. Well, I think we both did a lot of stuff, but still, well, we're exhausted. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot yeah. of stuff. Jeez. Fuck. Okay, so back to cheating spouses. So when I was first married, um, you know, my ex was a chronic masturbator. I didn't want to have sex with him, you know. Well, that's probably why he's masturbating. Well, the reason why he was <laughs> masturbating, John, was he's he had always been a chronic masturbator. And, well, um, he's, okay. He has an X chromosome. Okay. First off, that a, is not an he's, excuse. He's a man, so he's a chronic masturbator. Uh, That's just the way again, that goes. Again, that is not an excuse. Show me a man who's not a chronic masturbator. Uh, meet my my now good slave boy, my good husband, who well, is you not. Must, you must keep him chained up pretty good. No, he's not a fucking chronic masturbator. Not Mas- at all. Masturbator? Masturbator. So, <laughs> so my first spouse, my first POS, anyway... Um, no, he had always been a chronic masturbator, and I think he did it for his own self-validation. He he was addicted to porn. He had numerous addictions. He just had an addictive personality. But point being, that's not excusable. But the, the final straw with everything is he would always say that, you know, masturbating to porn was not cheating. And I said, no, not cheating at all. That's fine. You want to do that? It's fine. But... We had just gotten the internet like three, four years before all this, you know. Yeah, when you stop having sex with your spouse because you're masturbating. Yeah, that was the problem. And and like I said, I wasn't interested because he was constantly masturbating. And nobody wants to be a part of that. You don't want to walk in on your spouse, you know, masturbating when he pays no attention to you. And at the same time... When you keep interrupting these stories, I forget the image of what I'm going for. I didn't interrupt anything. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Liar! Okay. So, anyway, my point being with cheating is the final straw from personal experience. I walked in on him actually masturbating to a woman who was a local woman via webcam. And at first I thought, well, maybe she's just a webcam girl and he's paying for it. No. Then I found out she was local, and she's like, you know, you can't satisfy your man. I guess I'm going to have to. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Because, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and pack some of his stuff up, and he can come stay with you tonight. Stay with you forever, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, he flipped out and tried to burn the house down. But... (laughs) What a hell of a night that was. Yeah, I think we'll skip some details. Wow, okay, that was a big jump. <laughs> well, you know, I said to him, he wanted me to, he wanted me to cry. I didn't cry. He wanted me to be upset and fight for him, you know, and beg him not to leave me. And I didn't feel that way because I don't need no man, okay? Strong, independent woman. I don't need that bullshit. So I said to him, listen, if you don't go and stay with this woman, um, then you can go stay with your mama. I said, better yet, I'll go ahead and call your mama. 
And, you know, at the time, he's 34 years old. And I called his mother. And I was just like, hey, he is masturbating to a woman on live webcam who lives within a 45-minute radius from us. Um, If he doesn't go and stay with her tonight, I'm going to go ahead and have him, you know, come to your house, you know, with the rest of the family. And she's like, well, why? What did he do? No big deal. (laughs) But... You know, those are my, my he was point of it is he was having online relationship. And, you know, people often ask me about my personal experiences. And I think it just kind of like when you and I talk about our own personal experiences, like you've been cheated on. Yeah. You know what it's like. And that's kind of what pushed me towards non-monogamy and yeah. polyamory. Yeah. Because my thing was, you know, if it's going to happen anyway, yeah, you might as well just accept it and embrace accept it, it, right? And, and Make it okay and do it too. Yeah. But, you know, when you find the person that you want to be with that satisfies you yeah. and fulfills you, you're not really looking for anybody else. Exactly. So, you know, and I th- I've been back and forth on it. I think yeah. a lot of people do. I think they do go a lot of back and forth with it. It just depends on the relationship you're in at the moment. Yes. Now, I had this discussion with the Griswolds and I told them, I said, I think there's different types of swingers. I think there's people. They have good relationships like them, and they they spend time with other people to enhance their sexual experiences and to enhance their lives right. for fun. Because they have a great relationship. They have a great relationship. They're wonderful, beautiful people. Right. But then you have other people that specifically are looking for other avenues because they're not that happy in their current relationship. Right. You know? So it happens. But sex with other people is not going to fix a relationship. It is not. You can enhance it. Yeah. It's not going to fix it. Not at all. So. Woohoo. Yeah. That was fun. Don't sleep with your husband's brother. Yeah. Don't sleep with his friends. Yeah. Don't sleep with three of his friends. Yeah. That's just asking for disaster. Don't go and fuck your brother-in-law when your husband's in bed sleeping after working a 12-hour shift. Stop looking at me and <laughs> laughing about that, motherfucker. I'm not laughing you like that. You are laughing. You're laughing. Everybody can hear you. <laughs> you can't even breathe your laughing so hard. Not funny. No. <laughs> Let me tell you about cheating. My mom was in the house, too. (gasps) Holy shit. Your ex-wife had some balls of steel. Yeah, she was a cunt. Yeah. Fucking balls of steel, that bitch. (laughs) Well, let me tell you. When when you told me that story, it made me think about another story. My brother has this best friend, and him and his wife always had a rocky relationship. Always. And one night, they decided to pick up this hitchhiker. He was stranded on the side of the road. His bike had broken down. So they, they're like, you know what? You can stay on our couch for the night. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Turned uh-huh. out to be a big deal, didn't it? It turned out to be a big fucking deal when at 3 o'clock in the morning, husband wakes up, wonder where his wife's at. Oh, she's in the living room. Fucking the dude. Fucking dude. Yep. Yep. That's why Ooh. I only pick up girl hitchhikers. <laughs> So the husband can go fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, John. All right. I've said enough. I'm glad. <laughs> Shut up. All right. All right. Well, until next time, make all your hitchhiking fantasies become reality. <laughs> <laughs>